You're listening to The Truth With Studi on the Stream Grace Network. Hey, good Tuesday to you, Mr. and Mrs. Listener. I want to welcome you to the podcast with The Truth With Studi. I am Michael Studeman. And I welcome you, as does the Holy Spirit. If you are hearing the sound of my voice, it is not by any accident, nor by coincidence. But as I always say, it is divine appointment. So, take it in. And like Jesus always says, he that hath an ear, or she that hath an ear, to hear what the Spirit is saying, let the Lord speak to you. Well, welcome, welcome again. My name is Michael Studeman. And I want to welcome everyone, uh, whether you're listening live right now or if you are listening to the rebroadcast uh, with the published episode here. And what we're going to do, we're going to continue from our last episode that we had last Saturday uh, talking about um, the desires of your heart. You know, what does your heart desire and how to differentiate whether those are godly desires or, or just earthly desires, desires of the flesh, that really uh, something that you don't need to be going after or wasting your time, right? Uh, and so where did that scripture come from? From our dude David, who wrote most of a lot of the Psalms and Proverbs here in Psalm 37, 4. He said, Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. So what does that mean to you? Delighting yourself in the Lord. Uh, let's, let's just take a look at the modern day definition of delight. Um, you know, to, to please someone greatly, right? So an experience guaranteed delight both young and old, right? So delighting. Uh, uh, it, it, it's like pleasure, happiness, joy, joyfulness, glee. So it says to delight ourselves, right, in the Lord. Please ourselves in the Lord, in His presence, um, being intertwined with the Holy Spirit, just singing hymns and you know hymns and songs, and just fellowshipping with the Lord, doing as He directs us, right. Those are all encompassing of that scripture. Um, and then another amazing word that goes along with vision, delighting ourselves in the Lord, um, is Jeremiah 29, 11. Love this verse. Love the book of Jeremiah. It says, for I know, now this is God talking, or I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. And right there, when you read scripture, I highly recommend go ahead and replace those generic nouns with your your name. So I'm going to read this with my name. As I read this with my name, you put your name in it for God knows the plans he has for Michael Studeman, declares the Lord, 
plans to prosper Michael Studeman and not to harm Michael Studeman, plans to give Michael Studeman hope and a future. Isn't that amazing when you insert your name in there, how that becomes personal? And that's what the Bible is. You know, God wrote that for his creation. God wrote that for you. Uh, if you are born into the kingdom of God, you are God's child. So you have the right to put your name in there. That is a love letter to you. I've always said that God's word, his written word, the 66 books he's given us, they are his love letter to me. Hey, they're his love letter to you. And again, going back to Luke 12:34, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Okay, so our treasure is in the Lord. It's in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Uh, now I want to read about a story of the author, the one who is called the man after God's own heart. Okay. This is the man called the man after God's own heart. David, the second king of Israel, right? And we're going to read about Mr. David here, who was the one that God used to author and pen Psalm 37.4 about delighting ourselves in the Lord. You know, delight, Michael Studeman, delight in yourself in the Lord. And he will give Michael Studeman the desires of Michael Studeman's heart. Hallelujah, right? So when David wrote that, he was saying that, but he's throwing David's name in there, right? Because he understood his relationship with Abba God, Jehovah, the God, Jehovah Jireh, the God of more than enough. Hallelujah. So let's go to 1 Samuel 16. Again, this is in 1 Samuel 16. We'll take it from the top in verse 1. It says, The Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul? since I have rejected him as king over Israel. Fill your horn with oil and be on your way. I'm sending you to Jesse of Bethlehem. I have chosen one of his sons to be king. But Samuel said, how can I go? If Saul hears about it, he will kill me. The Lord said, take a heifer with you and say, I've come to sacrifice to the Lord. Invite Jesse to the sacrifice and I'll show you what to do. You are to anoint for me the one I indicate. Samuel did what the Lord said, and I want to stop right there. You know, that's awesome. Samuel was a prophet of God. He was consecrated, set it apart for God, um, and, and as a prophet of God. Notice what he did. As soon as God tells him to do something, he does it. So I said, verse 4, Samuel did what the Lord said. When he arrived at Bethlehem, the elders of the town trembled when they met him. They asked, do you come in peace? <laughs> and back then, prophets are usually bringing some doomsday news, right, from God. So, so they, they had the, those Bethlehemians. They had some, <laughs> they got the fear of God in there. So, do you come in peace, Samuel? Samuel replied, yes, in peace. I've come to sacrifice to the Lord. Consecrate yourselves and come to the sacrifice with me. Then he consecrated Jesse and his sons, and he invited them to the sacrifice. When they arrived, 
Samuel saw Eliab and thought, Surely the Lord's anointed stands here before the Lord. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Then Jesse called Abinadab and had him pass in front of Samuel. But Samuel said, The Lord has not chosen this one either. Jesse then had Shamoth pass by. But Samuel said, Nor has the Lord chosen this one. Jesse had seven of his sons pass before Samuel. But Samuel said to him, The Lord has not chosen these. Which, can you imagine what it had been like to be Jesse's sons? I mean, each one coming in front of this prophet of God that caused the Bethlehemians to just tremble and fear when they saw this prophet. And so they're just, they're sitting there being brought before him and they're like, you're rejected, you're rejected. Like, <laughs> it's like, I can't even imagine what that would have been like. But here we go. Samuel asked Jesse, are these all the sons you have? There is still the youngest, Jesse answered. He's tending the sheep. Samuel said, send for him. We will not sit down until he arrives. So he sent for him and had him brought in. He was glowing with health and had a fine appearance and handsome features. Then the Lord said, rise and anoint him. This is the one. So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers and from that day on, the Spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David. Okay, and so there's where we get the story of when David was first anointed. Now, we don't know for sure if it was before or after this that when David was tending to his flock of sheep for his dad, Jesse, that he had to, at one point, had to fight a lion and another time a bear. But we do know later on, he tells King Saul when he's talking about going up against Goliath that he is going to fight a bear. <laughs> and so, I would think that it actually happened after his anointing. And the reason I say that is because of him writing this later under the anointing of God to say, I know the, you know, delight thyself in the Lord and I'll give you desires of the heart. And there's no telling how this all interacted where as God placed into David's heart the desires to be uh, a shepherd, the desires to be a giant killer, the desires to be a king. So these were healthy desires. It wasn't something of ambition. David wasn't going looking for this. God went looking for David. It's like Pastor Rodney Howard Brown down in the River Church of Tampa. I love what he says. He goes, I'm not out there looking for blessings. Blessings are looking for me. And that's, uh, if you never heard that, I would uh, highly recommend you adding that to your repertoire throughout the day, every day. To say, I'm not out there looking for blessings. Blessings are looking for me. Here's David. He's out there tending the sheep. He, he, he wasn't even looking for blessings, but blessings came and found him. The prophet Samuel, the one prophet of God there of Israel, came and sought him out and found him. And little David, 
out there doing the humble work of a shepherd, which if you study the shepherds back then, you know, they were stinky, they were dirty, they, they, they were kind of looked down upon in a way because of the fact that they, of the work that they did. It, it was kind of a, a lower, you know, form of work, you know, uh, to be a shepherd. And so, again, here we go. Um, you could even apply Jeremiah twenty nine eleven to this story again because God looked upon David, right? Uh, and he says, like twenty nine eleven, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, um, for I know the plans I have for you, David, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, David, plans to give you, David, a hope and a future, and that's exactly what he did, and. As you go through and you study First Samuel and you study First Kings and you study all the stories of David, you'll you'll see how he walked in faith, and with that came many battles. But praise God, with the many battles came many victories. Because how many know you can't have a victory unless you have a battle, right? And so when you walk in faith, life doesn't get easier, right? It just gets more challenging. But the difference is you just got to have that faith of a mustard seed because God, our Heavenly Father, He's the one that's doing the heavy lifting. And then that's why we go back to, again, I, I, I want to go back to, to this, that Psalm 23. You know, I, I feel like Psalm 23 is looking over. I, it, it's just looked at as just kind of a traditional psalm. It's just kind of a... When you really apply it to you, and let's do this again, okay? Let's read through Psalm 23 that David wrote, and when we do this, let's put, go ahead and put your name in it. I'm going to read it with my name, right? Go ahead and read it with your name. So Psalm 23, we'll start with verse 1. The Lord is Michael's shepherd. I shall not want. Michael shall not want. He maketh Michael to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth Michael beside the still waters. He restoreth Michael's soul. He leadeth Michael in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yep, though Michael walks through the valley of the shadow of death, Michael will fear no evil. For thou art with Michael. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort Michael. Thou preparest a table before Michael in the presence of Michael's enemies. Thou anointest Michael's head with oil. Michael's cup runneth over. Hallelujah. (laughs) Surely goodness and mercy shall follow Michael Studeman all the days of Michael's life. And Michael Studeman... We'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Rejoice, folks. Rejoice. You got mercy, right? You got mercy. You got goodness and mercy following you all the days of your life. How can you go one day and be sad and downtrodden and depressed when you got those two companions goodness and mercy following you they're pursuing you they're taking you down think of that I want you to think of that goodness 
and mercy. What does that look like to you? What does goodness and mercy look like to you? Think about that. God's goodness. God's mercy. Okay? That that means, you know, the blood of Jesus, it washes away all sin, right? And so you don't have to worry about your sins past, present, or future. Now that that's not a that's not a ticket or or a pass to go sin. But what it is is, is 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 a confidence that you can come boldly to the throne because your sin's been washed away and you've got goodness and you've got mercy following you all the days of your life. Uh, I like the, uh, what is it, the amplified version. It says, Surely goodness and mercy and unfailing love shall follow me all the days of my life. How cool is that? Um, you know, that's, um, I, I'm, I'm trying to think of another um, version that just really brings it out there again. Um, so you got that one. Uh, again, you got just the standard goodness and mercy. They, they are literally... They're literally just, they're overcoming you. They're tracking you down. That's what God's goodness and mercy is doing. It's doing it for you, and he's doing it for me. His goodness and mercy, tracking us down. I want you to really get that into your spirit. I want you to really get that into your soul. God's goodness, God's mercy. It's tracking you down again surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of our life that's that's the NIV version you know and it's okay to check out different versions because they're all basically saying the same thing they're just expanding on them right they're just they are expanding on it again uh, uh, the amplified classic surely or only goodness, mercy, and unfailing love shall follow me all the days of my life. Through the length of all my days, the house of the Lord shall be my dwelling place. So I want you to think of that. The next time enemy tries to put a thought in your head, first of all, do not battle that thought with a thought. You make a declaration, okay, because the 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 power of life and death is in the tongue so you want to give life and how do you do that you use your tongue so that when a thought comes in when the enemy comes in and catch yourself you know don't be going man today just sucks right and let me give you this amazing um tip okay I, i i took a i took a really cool um a little boot camp uh, last Thursday, praise God, and it was called the power of words. And one of the things we learned it says, "Whatever you find yourself saying, always add." And that's just the way I like it. So if you catch yourself saying throughout the day, "I, I feel tired," or "I'm sick," or "I suck," or "Life sucks," right? And you're saying these negative things, right, that are not good because. What's coming out of the, the, the tongue, and you're, you're putting it in action. It's being manifested, right? Because life and death's in the power of the tongue. So follow that up. Next time you go, man, today sucks. 
and that's just the way I like it. Well, of course that's not the way you like it. So spit those words, get them out of your vocabulary, get them out of your head. Tell tell the devil to go back to hell where he came from. Remind him that he's got to have an angel going to wrap him up in a chain, throwing him in the lake of fire one day when he comes around bothering you. And, and, and then delight yourself in the Lord. Now, we'll give you a chance to accept Christ. If you never accepted Christ or you have accepted Christ in the past, but you haven't been living that Zoe abundant life, you've been living life in depression, you've been living life in sickness, you, 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 you just haven't been living life, right? Uh, say this prayer after me. Father God, I just come to you. In humbleness, I come to you broken before you. And I want to confess Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I believe that you arose Jesus from the dead, that he died and he rose again on the third day to, to, to cleanse me of all my sins and to come in and through the Holy Spirit dwell in me through you, Holy Spirit, come dwell in me and make me yours forever and convert me into that new creation that you talk about. And the old is gone. The old has passed away. Behold, everything is new. And right now I receive you as not only my Savior, but the Lord of my life. And I make you the Lord of my life from this day out. And whatever you say, I want to do it. Father God, live out that life in me and help me to delight myself in you so that you would give me the desires of my heart as you place them in there. You know what? You said that prayer. Mark it down. August 22nd, 2023. It's your new birthday. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hey everyone, I am so glad that you got to join me on the latest episode. And you know what? That's right. The next person you run into, let them know. Guess what? Today, I was served the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth by my man, Studi. God bless. <laughs>